Welcome to the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. I am your host, Attorney Jeremy Pook, founder of Senior Attorney Match. Here, we discuss how attorneys who have practiced for more than 30 years can monetize their law practices. We also explain how to value and how to sell a law practice and the logistics involved when transitioning a law practice to a successor lawyer or law firm. In this episode, we welcome back Scott Loring, business coach and mediator. And we're going to be exploring today with Scott, Senior Attorney Match's next step process. For the listeners who may not already know, Senior Attorney Match offers a four-step process for succession planning for lawyers. And those steps are the next step workshop, the next step process, which we're going to discuss today, implementation, and integration consulting. So Scott, let's start talking about the next step process. Great. Always wonderful to be back. Thanks for having me. So what are the goals of the next step process? So the goals going back to the overall goals of the company are determining what's the value of a senior attorney's practice and who could succeed to it. So the first thing that we talk about with our clients is our approach to how you value a law practice. Now, to some listeners, what I'm about to say is going to come as a big surprise because In most businesses, when you're going to sell your local restaurant, an accounting firm, a dental practice, other bricks and mortar kinds of businesses, there are valuations, there are multiples available. In law, it just doesn't exist. In some respects, yes, people could go out and hire a valuation expert and perhaps come up with a valuation, an actual dollar number for what their practice is worth. But in our experience, because of the personal goodwill nature of a law practice, it is very difficult to put a per se dollar figure on the value of the practice because what we're really valuing is whether the senior attorney's clients will actually continue on with the successor of the senior attorney. So rather than coming up with a dollar figure, We go about valuing law practices by explaining to our clients that a law practice has four major values attributed to it. And those values are the client list that the senior attorney has developed over the course of his or her career, the referral sources of the senior attorney who's regularly or even irregularly sending business to the senior attorney, the goodwill of the senior attorney in his or her geographical area of where they practice. And some lawyers even have a regional goodwill, and even those have a national goodwill. And there's certainly value to the goodwill that the attorney has developed, often over an entire generation of practicing law. And then lastly is the know-how, the subject matter expertise that the senior attorney has developed over the course of his career. And often that know-how extends to other lawyers in the office as well. So just in summary, the four major values of a senior attorney's practice are the client list, the referral sources, the goodwill, and the know-how that the senior attorney and his lawyer staff and non-lawyer staff have developed over the course of the senior attorney's practice. Another question comes up, which is who can succeed to a senior attorney's practice? In our model, there's really two choices at a very broad brush standpoint. Those two choices are pursue an internal plan or an external plan. And an internal plan means are their lawyers already in the firm 
partners that have equity, partners without equity, senior associates that are available, interested, ready to succeed to a senior attorney's practice. The internal plan also involves potentially recruiting in an attorney to join the firm and eventually then take over the senior attorney's practice. That's the internal plan. The second option is an external plan. And in an external plan, that means that the senior attorney and often other lawyers and and support staff in the practice join what we call a growing law firm, which we'll discuss more during the course of the podcast. Great. So I guess the next question is, what do you do first during the next step process? Sure. And really, this is a, a lot of fun for me, is that we become experts in our clients' practices. That is, if we're going to help a client of ours get as much value as possible for the firm that they've developed and determine who's best suited, we really need to become experts in their practices. We need to know the ins and outs of the history of the practice, of the practice areas where the senior attorney excels, what differentiates the senior attorney from competitors in the market, what are the firm's revenue sources, and what types of legal work does the firm actually refer out to other lawyers? And what are the roles of each support staff in terms of lawyer and non-lawyer support staff? By becoming experts in our clients' practices, we actually find out what are their comparative and competitive advantages within their communities regionally and again, sometimes nationally. And we also get to learn what are the skill sets of the other lawyers and the non-lawyers in the firm. How does Senior Attorney Match help the client choose between an internal plan versus an external plan? This is a really big question because most senior attorneys that come to me and start asking those questions about who can take over the practice and what's it worth, the assumption is always that their internal successor, the 20 plus year, let's say, attorney that's been with the senior attorney is the one best suited to take over the practice. And if that attorney either is not part of the firm already or the senior attorney's decided it's not actually best suited, then the next option is to recruit somebody into the firm. They're not even thinking about the external plan. So after we've become an expert in their practice and really know the ins and outs of where the senior attorney's practice focuses and it excels at, we go through our process of simulating with our clients what would an internal plan look like and what would an external plan look like. And it's very eye-opening to the clients And it can be challenging to clients to hear our advice. It can be exciting to clients to hear our advice because I'm going to share our advice right now with the listenership because there tends to be a least common denominator in this part of the next step process. I'm just going to cut to the chase and then explain why. We are very often explaining to our clients that the best option for them is to consider the external plan, joining a growing law firm. So before the listeners start thinking like, what the heck is this guy talking about? I would never even consider joining another law firm because I built something so well here that someone internally will want to take over. I'll share with the audience that when we simulate these options, what we do is we compare risk versus certainty. And when 
attorneys are considering that internal plan, we point out, well, what are the risks involved with your long-term attorneys that have worked for you and have really never even approached you and said, hey, I'm ready, I want to take over your practice, that they have never come to you and said, okay, how do we work out a payment plan for me to start buying equity in your practice? Are the internal successors regularly bringing business into the firm? When those questions are typically no, no, and no, from our standpoint, that means the risk is getting higher and higher and higher about whether an internal successor actually can take over the firm and whether, and this is a big question, do they really want to take over the firm? And we explore that with our clients. So there's risk in every choice. It's just about facing it head on, I would think. You're exactly right. And so what we try to do is we measure, okay, in some respects, they have a pendulum swinging, okay? The risk is typically higher on the internal successor. And then we say, okay, well, what about bringing in, recruiting in a lawyer that's practiced 10 to 15 years in a downtown firm and recruiting that lawyer into the firm? Because obviously that attorney would would love to come in and take over this business that the senior attorney has built over the course of a generation. We walk through with our clients the risks involved with that too, because In a very competitive legal market, first of all, finding an attorney that could fit the mold and come into your practice is very hard. And by the way, we refer to this option as the kid. Okay, finding a kid to begin with to recruit to a senior attorney's practice takes time, effort, energy, and outlay of capital. Second risk with that is that the kid may be a great lawyer, but in our experience, often has no experience running a business. They don't know what it's like to make payroll. They don't know what it's like when you need to put your personal name on a credit line or personally guarantee the commercial lease. So the lack of business experience is a risk factor. And then a third risk factor is the fact that the kid is going to constantly get calls from recruiters asking the kid, inviting the kid to go back to another firm. And in our experience, what can happen is that even after a kid comes into a senior attorney's practice for a certain number of years, the kid could literally give two to four weeks notice when deciding to join another firm. And then the senior attorney is back to the drawing board in terms of searching for the right successor for his practice. That's what leads us to what we're often recommending as the that right successor, where the risk is lower and the certainty is higher, is a growing law firm. We know in our experience that growing law firms that practice in the same practice areas as our client, Scott, those firms are looking for senior attorneys that have those four values that our clients have, clients, referral sources, goodwill, and know-how. And because growing law firms are looking for exactly what our senior attorneys have, and because their risk level is low, these are run by business people that want to grow their businesses, we're often in this phase of the next step process when we're simulating the internal versus the external plan, we're very often coming out highly recommending that our clients consider an external plan for their succession plan. So... The last question is, well, what happens after simulating an internal versus external plan? After we have finished 
simulating and the, the risk analysis of internal versus external plan. And our client is now with an educated option for what is their option for obtaining the value for their practice and who can succeed to their practice. At that point, we're ready to go on to what we call implementation. And that means that we are ready to literally go to market and present our client and their practice to growing law firms if that's the option that they decided. And that's going to be a subject to a whole nother podcast episode that we invite our listeners to listen to. And it also could mean that we are helping our clients to implement upon an internal plan. But at the end of this process, which is only about four to six weeks, we have helped our clients determine and identify what's the value who can take over their practice. And we've become experts in their practice. And our clients are now finished with the design part of our four steps in assisting lawyers with succession planning for their practice. We've designed that plan for them. And now we're ready to implement upon it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. For more information, please visit SeniorAttorneyMatch.com. You can always reach me, Jeremy Pook, by calling me at 781-247-4211 or sending me a text message at 617-285-3325.